this might get weird. Are we rolling? We're rolling. Well, then, cheers, Grace Helbig. Cheers, memory heart. My, my, my. Only a smell big would be wearing what looks like a long sleeve black shirt in the middle of summer. It is three quarter sleeves. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't see a three quarter that much. My elbows are out. (gasps) Elbows are out. Wow. Um, Sex. Pure sex. Thank you. And this is like, I felt like I was wearing a new piece of clothing today versus like the two t-shirts I have in rotation. No, you look sharp. I didn't mean to call you you out. It was just, it's... It's also black shirts just show every piece of gunk you get on mm-hmm. or near your person at all times. I think I have a deodorant stain on it already. So I was it's just mine. I was just in a short sleeve mock turtleneck Ooh. black bodysuit. Don't you think that mm. mock turtlenecks should have their own Name. term? Yes, because <laughs> it just feels like it sells them short. I think- and maybe they're not trying to be turtlenecks. Maybe they're trying to be their own thing. I appreciate this so much. <laughs> I think there should absolutely be a new one. Mock turtleneck. A, it makes it makes them sound like a bully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes them sound like they're making fun they're of their turtleneck. brethren turtlenecks. Like mm-hmm. it's the like, hey boomer. Yeah. Of tur of necklines. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I think we should absolutely have a new name. Did you ever, or did more uh, relevantly, we'd probably be asking, did your mom ever buy those? Dickies? Is that what they're called? They're called Dickies. Why are they called Dickies? I don't know. Look, (laughs) we have turtleneck and mock turtleneck, and they decided to call the thing that has a very stranger shape but is related to that family a Dickie. For you guys listening who (laughs) might not know what we're talking about, Dickies are, it looks like a turtleneck, but it essentially just (laughs) stops. It's like if you cut the neck off a turtleneck. It's like a bib that has a turtleneck attached to the top of it. For you to tuck into a shirt so that you can have the effect of a turtleneck. Yeah. without having to wear so many layers right that you can have yeah the illusion that you and have your neck fully you know covered up uh without getting overheated yeah in case you are very uh <laughs> protective of showing skin but you also get overheated yeah that uh I wonder if they really took off. I don't see them as much these well, days. <laughs> I think they were a bigger deal in the 90s yeah. when the whole look, the popular look was uh, leggings or stirrup pants. Yes. With yes. a decorative sweatshirt <laughs> yeah. that you would then put a white turtleneck underneath. Like that's yeah. everyone in the early 90s, but fourth and fifth grade school photo yeah it totally like it's, puppy I'm paint flashback i had a fourth grade photo with a like rainbow block colored sweater with mm-hmm. a white turtleneck underneath and yep. just like tiny little leggings but i also feel like that's how gen z dresses today absolutely <laughs> so maybe maybe our next hmm. oh okay well then maybe our business venture hmm. is kind of like us bringing back like a dicky line right what about this what dickies <laughs> Because I'm thinking, I just got so what? I'm just thinking about like <laughs> illusion clothing, you know? Oh, okay. Like, what about Victorian sleeves, but they're dickies? So it's just the cuff that goes inside a long wow. sleeve shirt, like that, a like, full billow- prince. Yeah, pillow sleeve. Out, but you're not double sleeved all the way down. That wow. you wear like a bracelet under a long sleeve shirt. 
Wow. Like a scrunchie on the end of it. Like and sleeve, it just says, like sc- sleeve, like yeah. bracelets. Yeah. Oh. Sleeve bracelets. Wow. Okay. Well, okay. I'm I really, it. you know, I've been waiting to have an idea suitable for Shark Tank. And I feel like I'm getting there. Well, I think we should. Yeah, we could definitely rebrand Dickies uh, <laughs> well, in a Dickies cool way. Dickies are also another type of clothing. They're like, uh, aren't they Carhartt jeans and stuff? It's a brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a brand of clothing. But the actual neck bib is perfect. You know what other neckline I think is weird yeah but i'm also gonna ask you a question yeah is it cow neck or cowl neck oh you know oh, the wide you yes. know the what is the it one cow neck like or you stretched cowl? a shirt over your head too much and yes. you just let the neckline lay like that's that? truly like hey if you liked <laughs> my clavicle get ready because you're gonna see my entire chest bone but no titties <laughs> no titties but no cleavage it's i'm like- getting as low as i can go without showing you any cleavage <laughs> yeah it is like the neckline is playing limbo with your cleavage uh yeah. it's the least flattering cut i have never been a fan of it uh yeah, because they also have the cow. I don't even know if it's cowl or cow. It's cowl. With an L? I just looked it up. It's C-O-W-L. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, it's a neckline consisting of loose straight fabric around the collarbone. Yeah, I don't know what the purpose of it is. Me neither. Um, but I it, hate it. It's it's quite a lot. <laughs> um, We need to share with the people hmm. uh, a different neck term we heard. <laughs> This is, the, this is the neck episode. It's the neck episode. We've been talking lots about butts <laughs> lately. It's, like, so it's we... like the chronic song. It's like, till the neck episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got there. We're uh, at that episode. Uh, um, uh, what was I just talking about? A neck. neck. Oh, the phrase tech neck tech that neck. we learned the last time we got Botox. Yes. Mamrie had inquired about... Mm. Seeing lines on her neck, you know. and uh, the technician immediately went tech neck, and we were like, "Great, what? That's great, what? That's it's fr- exactly what it is. It's the effect of you getting like you know uh, lines on your neck because mm-hmm. you're staring down at your fucking little Satan, yeah, Satan phone all day long, yep. fucking up your what used to be a gorgeous line free neck. <laughs> I don't know honestly how often I look up throughout the day. True. You know, that's um they wow. make those uh posture uh vibrators that you can mm-hmm. put on your back that like buzz when it feels like you've hunched over too much. Have you heard of those? Oh wow. That you can literally yeah, I don't uh that seems too much. That's no. like you train yourself like a dog. Yeah, no, I'm not <laughs> trying to get buzzed in public. <laughs> I'll give myself treats when I do a good job exactly. and I won't put a little buzzer on my neck to give me good posture. Well, I was texting with our friend Veronica, mm-hmm. who is very like, you know, spiritual she has a a tarot like a sassy tarot podcast she's like very much into being in touch with herself yeah and one day we were trying to plan to get together go roller skating or something um a few months back and she just kept sending me voice notes which let's put a pin in it let's talk about that later yeah in general but she kept sending me voice notes and Mm -hmm. i was like bitch why do you keep sending me voice notes? I was like, do voice to text and have a million typos like a real person. <laughs> you know, I was like, a, a voice notes. You coward. Uh, it just, uh, I mean, like she's one of my best friends and I was still like yeah. too intimate. I, the voice note is for the person sending, not the person they're sending to. You know, it's an easy right. form for them. Like my friend Michelle does it and I respect Ugh. people that do it. I hate receiving them. 
Uh, Me too. Because I'm terrible at paying attention. I'm better at like looking at well, words. Well, it's like you get just a couple shots. Right? I know. I know. And like I'll like wait to listen to Me them too. if I'm not at a place where I can listen. And, and then, then I check forget. to make sure the volume's right and everything right, like right. 800 times. Yeah. I wish that you had an option on your phone that would transcribe like they do in oh, voicemails. Yeah. Why don't we? I mean, that's got to be the next. It's got the to. The neck episode. No, the neck episode. <laughs> no, Trixie Mattel uh-huh. tweeted this week, like, why do famous people love voice notes so much? And I, of mm. course, responded mm-hmm. with the Michael Scott from The Office. Thank you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I was over it. But then the comments made sense. Everyone was like, because they disappear. Oh. So people don't have your receipt. They Like, you can't have receipts on people I and mean, screen grab it. if that... I, the, I love that we all assume all celebrities are awful terrible and people. hiding terrible secrets terrible people. and are just sneaking around doing debaucherous things, notes. which is true. But that's like when people thought that Snapchats disappeared. I'm like, there are ways around this. No, you, can, you will get caught. You can screen grab. You can record. You can do all of that. Maybe just don't do the nefarious shit. True. <laughs> However, they do disappear. It's more a matter of like, yeah, if someone sends you a voice note and it's like, ha I'm talking shit about another friend or something right. like that. And then months later later y'all get in a fight or something you can't be like oh let me go retrieve that voice note right right because it does go away but Hmm. all that to say my friend veronica kept sending me these voice notes and i was like oh my god stop (laughs) i was like just send me some texts god damn it Mm -hmm. and she goes oh no she goes i feel like um if i'm sending a text i'm looking down at my phone and that feels subservient and it just doesn't like it, it it fucks with my energy subservient to her phone or to like the people just, she's just with like no company. just that it's like negative to always have to look down oh. she was like there's something about like bowing down to it she was like you know i'm just trying to like not be looking down all day but she can voice to text without looking down at the phone again michael scott gift <laughs> thank you <laughs> love you veronica love uh, you but i was just like look at this fucking hippie yeah yeah, yeah. telling me like i don't want to be like a a servant to my phone today i'm I sending mean, voice notes look i respect that uh theory yeah uh but i just don't know that it's practical for all of your, your relationships that you have i agree but i'm sure if i started getting into voice texting i would probably love it no i'm not trying to okay. you know cross that bridge i barely do voice to text because no, i know i'm like I realized- don't get into it because then i'll get into it and i'll be a monster <laughs> no i know i feel like if i started doing it i'd see how easy it is to communicate yeah uh it's also one step away from just calling someone <laughs> it's one step away from calling but also the only that's the thing that it feels infinitely more embarrassing the yeah. next day to go what did I drunken text her? Yes. And then go, what did I drunken voice note her with like a slur and shit? (laughs) No, thank you. Oh, speaking of phones though, this is so funny. Yeah. So today I went and put an audition on tape. I, I told you I found always very uplifting to the spirit and the self-esteem and the self-esteem. <laughs> well, luckily, there's a place right up the street for me that helps you put it on tape. And it's the same guy. And he's so nice and yeah. chill. Oh, and yeah. You've talked about it before. Yeah, yeah. So like he puts me at total ease and we like right. catch up and it's and it's, and it's kind of really nice. See some shit. <laughs> well, that's the thing is whenever I go into one of these things <laughs> and I'm barely off book yeah. and I'm not. Uh, I'm not in shape with the acting right now. And I'm like, this isn't good. Right. I'm like, he sees worse. Yeah. The guy who came in after me looked like a machine gun Kelly (laughs) stand-in. And I was like, what's he auditioning for? Pirates of the Caribbean. Here it goes. I was just like, surely I act better than that guy. I thought that just off 
the way he looks, just I'm an asshole. Judgment. Yeah. Oh, watch him like be get a Golden Globe next year. Um, but so he puts me at ease. So it's really yeah. great. So now, so now I'm like, I'm not embarrassed at all. Great. Um, but I went in there and we're chatting and this and that and talking about being busy. And I go, you know, I came in here and I like an idiot. I've been here five times. I knocked on the wrong door. Like the one beside them. Okay. There's only three doors in the whole hallway. And I just like stopped at door number two and knocked yeah, yeah. instead of going a little further. And he was like, oh, he goes, don't worry. There's no one in there right now. He goes, at least you didn't knock at the crematorium. And I go, what? What? And he goes, the first office when you walk in is a crematorium. Like cremating? Yeah. Not like an auditorium. Not like, not like, a, not like a porn studio. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like the crematorium. <laughs> just making ice cream in there. Right. And so he was like, yeah, uh, it's crematorium. It's like a very like uh, eccentric a- group. Well, I think that's where they go. No, no, no. They're not like, oh, like cremating have- people. Yeah, I was like, do they have 30 feet away? That? Yeah, exactly. I know this is dark as hell, but no, it's like where they go and arrange stuff. Oh, okay. and I go, oh, and I go, is that weird? And he goes, well, they have a sense of humor about it. I go, what? It's called Ashes to Ashes. Yeah. Um, but then we walk down the hallway and he points at their window and it's their phone number. And it's Ashes to Ashes 323-644-DEAD. What? <laughs> that's their phone number? F- I go, oh, my God. He goes, that's their phone number. Uh- and I was like. <laughs> Why would they do that? Well, they want you to know. Yeah. You're not going to memorize that. It's not like 888-888-DEAD. Oh, uh, yeah. You but still also, have to look it up. But also, when you're in your most vulnerable state of having to decide on, you know, the uh, services for a deceased loved yes. one, and you have to go in your phone and go, D, E. I know. A, that is so much. Like, make it so care. Make it love. <laughs> make it anything. I was like, holy shit. He goes, wow. yup. Wow. Yup. So anyway, so that uh, was like very fun. But so I leave uh, the audition. I'm like, all right, well, cool. Well, because he, he had booked a job, which I realized I was like, oh, that's a comfort if the person you're reading an audition oh, with right, also duh. books working, acting work. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He was like, oh, yeah, I, got, I booked something in New Mexico for a couple weeks. I was great. I was like, so I was like, I'm, I'm, maybe I'll see you when I see you. He yeah. goes, yep. I come home. Uh-huh. I, there's a place that I've taken a couple exercise classes, uh-huh. uh, the same kind of thing we do, but it's at yeah. a studio, okay. high intensity interval training, Ooh. Hit, they call it. Wow. Um, but so anyway, tomorrow I was like, I don't want to wake up at fucking 7am to go work out. Yeah. I'm going to go take a class instead. So I sign up for this express, uh, like 30 minute class uh-huh. at this place and I sign up and I confirm he's the teacher. <laughs> I see his face and I go, that's the guy I just put in on. <laughs> I email him. I, I screen grabbed. And I said, this you? You're going to make me do push-ups tomorrow? I was just like, what? What a small what world. I look like do? a stalker. What else does he do? I don't know. Does he actually own the crematorium? And I know. that was his phone number that he came up with for it? I was like, I wow. cannot believe I just said goodbye to this guy, signed up for a workout class, and he's my teacher tomorrow. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. Wait, so you haven't done the class yet? I've done different teachers okay, at that you place. you haven't taken this his isn't class. A, okay, back-to-back all in one day. <laughs> no, no, no. It's tomorrow. Team. I was like, well... Good luck, man. I'll see you in a couple months. 
or tomorrow <laughs> as I grunt in your face. In a different vulnerable situation. Uh, this is your new best friend. What a renaissance man. What too. a renaissance man. Teaching exercise classes and auditioning. I mean, and honestly, looking work. He's a he's a family man. He's a dad. He's a genius because <laughs> think about Hollywood, the two jobs that every that will never not be necessary in los angeles yeah. are uh acting working out coach, acting coaches and yeah trainers and training coaches he like he lives to uh, train in some way or another wow wow what a giver how multifaceted what a guy mm-hmm. uh that'll be such an interesting experience well now i'm like now it's too intimate <laughs> i know that's now i I'm wouldn't like, do it i wouldn't say really up. no I but would... it's perfect it's only 30 minutes i know you're a better you're much more comfortable in that sense of vulnerability well, I'm kind of like if he sees me shaking while doing a plank <laughs> I'm only gonna be that much more comfortable when I come to do an right. audition with him and he'll know your range then he'll be able yeah. to help motivate you in a much more you know yeah, he'll be like dig deep yeah like it's the last set I've of seen you yeah yeah my god <laughs> oh that's so wow how coincidental of all of LA. I can't wait to see that he's working at the coffee shop. And Truly. That he owns Sweet Habanero around the corner. <laughs> no way. He'd be dead to me. Y'all know that I love ordering delivery when I don't feel like cooking. But sometimes I do feel like cooking and I go to the grocery store and I get every single ingredient and I have everything well thought out until I get home and realize, mother sucker, I didn't get milk or eggs, or one other little annoying thing that I don't feel like trekking all the way back to the store for. Well, luckily for me, DoorDash can now bring me not only meals from my favorite restaurants around town, but also items from the grocery store so I can get to cooking while it's on its way. DoorDash connects you with restaurants you love right now, right to your door, and grocery essentials. Get drinks, snacks, other household items delivered in under an hour, and ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want, from where you want and your items will be left safely outside your door with contactless delivery drop-off setting. They've got over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia so you can support your neighborhood go-tos if you don't feel like cooking or you can do chains like Chipotle, Cheesecake Factory, you name it. It is so convenient and it has saved my tail many a time. So for a limited time, our listeners are going to get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code TMGW2021. That's 25% off up to a $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code TMGW2021. Don't forget, that's code TMGW2021 for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Oh, man. Okay, what did I forget at the store? I should probably put an order in. Paying off your debt can feel like an uphill battle. High interest rates resulting in minimum monthly payments keep you in an endless cycle of debt, and that's why Upstart can help you get ahead. It is a fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get a simple fixed monthly payment. Unlike other lenders, Upstart looks at more than just your credit score, like your income and employment history. This means that they can offer smarter rates with trusted partners. And with a five minute online rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. And you can receive funds as fast as one business 
business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash TMGW. That's upstart.com slash TMGW. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. Again, go to upstart.com slash TMGW. Um, uh, hey, I have a question for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So this is the last week of Conan O'Brien. And is it? Yeah, his show oh. is officially ending. See, that, and you I mean, interned there. Any did. thoughts? Oh, wow. Clearly, I've been, you know, very... <laughs> is it? I've been so sad about this. Uh, no, I saw that Paul Rudd pranked him again, but I haven't kept up with Conan. I did intern there, yeah, when I was an undergrad. And my friend Michelle interned there and got me, like, the hookup of who to send my resume to. Mm. And it was the most intense internship environment. Like, you just all sat at a table in a conference room and then people would come in and ask all of the uh, interns to, like, do different tasks. So it was like just a kinda, PA. Yeah, you just sit there and wait until someone needs something done. And then they That's my have, nightmare. Right, and then they have a live feed of the TV of, like, them rehearsing the episodes, and then you get to watch the episode. So, like, that part's cool. And you Did get, you ever get to meet anyone crazy backstage? No, I did see Jennifer Aniston <gasps> once. I got... Because sometimes all the good interns, which I was not, I was just quiet, fly on the wall, like, But that's person. how they want the interns to be, right? Right, but the, this was also, like, there was networking-ish to it. Like, there were interns mm. that were very clearly, like, trying yeah. already to network and get their foot in the door, so they were very uh, extroverted, and oh, I was God. not Like, they want to be the warm-up comic. Yeah, I also interned when Dan St. Germain was there. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is so wild. Um, but then they also have the book of, like, they take photos of you like a Polaroid and they put it on the little like you know uh, common area wall so that people that work there with like your name under it can learn your name and not just like call you whatever that's good because if right. not you're gonna get a lot of like hey 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 you yeah hey I, intern they try to humanize it a little bit and it's really cool to see the book of all the interns because it was literally the entire like cast of the office and like yeah. everyone that's been through mm -hmm. there so it was very cool but also just like you know very much like the stereotype idea of an internship. But oh. yeah, they asked me one time because they ask an intern to go down and sit on the floor, like in the hallway, if anyone needs anything while they're recording the episode, which happens at a stage lower than where the rest of the offices are. And I got to go down one time and Jennifer Aniston walked by and I was like, she's Gasp. stunning. 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 Yeah, in person, I was, wow, starstruck. See, I'm just sad that Conan is ending because I wish you had been on there to promote something so you I could know, say you were an full intern. circle. And then you could have like pranked him and said like, you were a dick to me one time. <laughs> it's great. They, uh, I, I think the one time I did Jimmy Fallon, I told the story of interning at Conan and how okay. like every week they have an intern go to the Whole Foods down the street and get Conan apples. Uh, because what? He he's so healthy and he loves to have like really good fruit. And they asked me one time and I got so nervous about doing it and picking the best apples that I took so long at Whole Foods to find the best. <laughs> apples snow white like, up in this bitch truly and they were like that oh, took longer than you and i was like oh, i'm so sorry and then i never got asked to do it again but hmm. he's a healthy guy oh okay so our earlier talk about turtlenecks yes this weekend yeah i was a part of helping serve an uh helping save an actual turtle's neck go on <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> all right okay 
Okay, so our friend Daniel Prada, Mr. Prada. Yes, yes. So I love his Instagram stories. It's very aesthetically pleasing, but he his style is so it's great, gorgeous. He's like a walking GQ photo shoot. I just learned about the term like cottage core, uh, which I feel oh. like is very much his aesthetic, where it's just like very aggressive cottage. Uh, yeah, looking kind of like New England stuff. You know what, though? But he's a little bit more classy than that. I hate the word cottage. I automatically yeah. assume cheese. cheese. Yeah, I know. So if someone says cottage core, I'm like, oh, you got a belly full of cottage cheese. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a really stupid style of music. Yeah. Like cottage core. It does. But just in general, the the word cottage, I would if I had a yeah. small house, mm-hmm. I would never call it a cottage. <laughs> Okay. You've well, heard it here first. You've heard it here first. A chalet, uh-huh. a little cabin, a, a little house, a little, <laughs> a little little house, yeah. but not a cottage. Ugh. There you go. Anyway, he is always posting cute stuff, and he was posting where he was on a walk mm-hmm. with his uh, dog, and there were all these turtles, and he was by a lake, and cute. he was he was like, my favorite secret spot in L.A. Like uh-huh. I won't tell you where unless you DM me. Okay. Right. So I DM'd immediately and I was like, I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we went for a walk 8 a.m. on a Saturday. Wow. Wow. On a Saturday. I mean, good for you. That's a real I had commitment. a big weekend. I went, I worked out on Friday. I went roller skating later that day. Jeez. Wore my ass out. Went for a walk on Saturday. Uh, Sunday, I did something else. <laughs> I worked out again in the morning. Jeez. It was crazy. I was. Look at you go. I was taking naps all over the place um, because I knew Chip was coming back. When he comes back, uh, I'm like, yeah. it's only gin and pasta for me. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so anyway, we went for a walk and it was so cute. It was up in the canyon. There were so many turtles. Cute. Uh, and like, we're just having a good time. I'm holding beans, of course. <laughs> Within like three <laughs> minutes, I'm like, oh, she can't keep up with your retriever. Oh, no. So we go up. We're like in between the two uh, trails where you go up and have to cross the actual road. And there's a fucking turtle in the middle of the road. Like where cars drive? Yes. Oh, no. And like maybe a car comes every 20 minutes. Yeah. But yeah, like that goes around the lake and there's a big ass turtle. And we're looking like it clearly had to like, it was a journey of a lifetime <gasps> to go up from one of the lakes uh, to like, and there wasn't another lake on the other side. It was like, buddy, you just did this. You, you did this pilgrimage yeah. that you would be so disappointed in. You got to get a better map. Yeah. So anyway, we're like, oh no. And I was like, Daniel, we have to return it to the to the lake. And he's like, oh, okay, you hold Monty. I'm holding its dog. He goes, he goes, is this thing going to bite me? I go, I don't know. It might scratch you. So he grabs it by the sides. He's holding up the turtle. Uh-huh. Along comes the family. They're like, what are you doing with that turtle? <laughs> Are they in a car? Are they? No, they're walking. You know, uh-huh. they're like they're like the mom and dad and like the kids in like a weird like backpack thing. Yeah, and and, it, and we're yeah. like we're saving this turtle. We said this turtle is in the middle of the road. He said, "Mind your business." Mind your business. So Daniel's just walking away with the turtle, being like, "This bitch better not fucking scratch me." <laughs> this woman pulls up as he's going and goes, "What are you doing with that turtle?" And we said, "We said it was in the middle of the road. It was going to get crushed." She goes, "It was in the road." I go, yeah, it was trying to cross the road. Oh. We knew, it, you know, it wasn't going to go oh. anywhere. We're returning back to the lake. She goes, that man's a hero. <laughs> she said, you two are heroes. We were like, it's really not, not that big of a deal, ma'am. It's- to these people, it is major. I didn't know I, if I was on an episode of What Would You Do? Right, that I'm like, these people are The just, nature edition. They walk around on this trail hoping something's going to happen in front of them. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, said her, I, I said, if we weren't here, you would have run over that turtle. She goes, oh. I go, you could have. <laughs> so- <laughs> Bunch of cartoon characters. So anyway, like they all sit there and wait 
until the turtle is fully there. Daniel gets like almost to the water and the turtle does scratch him. And so he just drops him into the water (laughs) as like a full belly flop. We were like, you really stuck the landing on that one. Wow. But it was just so funny. I was like, we're in Los Angeles to where like the slightest little thing brush with nature people are like this is what's going on crazy but then just me saying it right now yeah they should do an episode of what would you do about nature you mean like uh, how would you help nature how would you help yeah yeah if you saw someone hunting when it wasn't hunting season Ooh, i don't i I don't know how would i know if it was hunting would i have to google Grace says, I'm out. What would you do? You'd have one of those like big X marks over you, like failed. I have no reception. I can't verify that this is illegal or not. Failed the morality test. So anyway. uh, What a hero. Saving turtlenecks. Wearing turtlenecks. He looks great in a turtleneck. He does. So anyway. Uh, We haven't had as active of a weekend, but we did start. Oh, I also went to a pottery class. Let's talk about you. Nice. You're living this like a very artisan lifestyle right now. The world is opening up a (laughs) tiny bit and I'm kicking the door down. You're tasting all the rainbow. Kicking the door. Oh, we'll come back to that. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, uh, no, we started Penguin Town. That show. I will tell you. So this is like Meerkat Manor, but with penguins. With penguins. They take over a town. They take over a town in uh, South Africa. Yeah. (laughs) It's aptly named. And they stylize it like it's a cheesy reality show. And they like, we're following couples of penguins. The best. But shit gets real. Really? Like, Are there affairs? We're only five or six episodes in and I had to turn it off last night Mm because it was too much emotional trauma for me to handle. They they lure you in with Pat and Oswald making quippy quips and like these little incredibly awkward little eight inch leg things around the most like highly residential like uh i think it's south africa like beach town and are all the people are the people in the town like yeah they're fine yeah it's like no one's an asshole to them right tourism yeah and they like you know they're selling stuff penguins and like this is a, a thing and so they come there uh for like two months or three months or something to like lay eggs and they're an endangered species so there's like a penguin sanctuary down there that's kind of monitoring them that's why they're able to like they know the penguins that have come for years and years and the couples that have been together and the couples that oh my god i know it starts off like that Uh i'm not gonna give any spoilers okay but it has gotten so intense (laughs) i can only watch one episode at a time now because some things happen and you're waiting penguins die mates i will be yes and no and i you a wait for two dead you or wait, whatever that number was yeah you wait for pat nozzle to like make a joke <gasps> over something that happened and it doesn't happen and it is like oh, oh right no. this is nature, nature and nature is fucking ruthless uh Aww. and so yeah it's it's a lovely watch but the middle of it i think that we're in the like the middle episodes is pretty intense yeah but i feel like it's gotta it's gonna pick back up That's what I'm when these little motherfuckers are hatching they have started hatching and it gets more intense after they start no hatching. really yeah yeah there's some are uh, some penguins like i didn't want to be a mom and like oh no not that them into the ocean there's just like uh nothing's safe and nothing is guaranteed and it Aww. is um a real yeah i really thought we were watching this incredibly beautiful and only happy but not happen. just march of the penguins no not at all wow yeah so watch with caution but okay. it is still hilarious and so fascinating and it makes me want to go there during the summer when they come into oh yeah let's go see some crazy shit um do you have a favorite and what's its name 
Well, there's one called Junior, which had to go. He wasn't molting correctly. Oh, no. Because they had to shed their, they had to molt their little. Fuzzy feathers. Fuzzy feathers that aren't waterproof. And so he didn't fully molt. (gasps) And you can't go swimming until he molts. So he can't eat anything. So he was like (gasps) starving. And they bring him into the penguin sanctuary where yeah. and so they like help him along with all the other kind of like awkward little things and they look insane when they're only half fuzzy fur and half regular oh fur. like full mane like crazy so funny and then they like you know nurse and help like any wounds or anything could he had a he had a seal bite from his like a uh, swim into the junior uh, has seen some shit shit man and then they release them into the wild and it's like the most beautiful cute adorable thing ever um so it's great it's got great moments but it also has like very real moments that i was not expecting especially when i'm high just at the end of the night right. having done homework just being like take my mind off yeah. of everything that's too intense If there's one thing I've learned about CBD is that it's not about what you feel, but it's actually about what you don't feel. Stress, anxiety, pain, waking up in the morning and realizing you barely slept. Well, CBD can help with all of that and especially Feels. Feels is a better way to feel better. Feels is a premium CBD that will help keep your head clear and feel your best. It's hassle-free, delivered directly to your door. And CBD naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, sleeplessness, and there's no hangover addiction. I put a, a couple little drops of feels when I'm feeling a little anxious under my tongue or in my drink, and it just, it calms me down without any weird messing me up. You just place a few drops under your tongue, feel the difference within minutes. And the thing to remember about CBD is that finding your right dose is important. Everyone's dose is different, y'all. And that's why Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide you through your personal experience so that you can find your perfect dose. The Feels customer service team is dedicated to making sure you get the best use of your CBD. A hotline I friggin' love it. I might just call them even though I'm not having any problems. Just a chat. We'll see. (laughs) Joining the Feels monthly membership makes your self-care easy. You're going to save money on every order and you can pause or cancel anytime if you're going out of town or maybe you weren't feeling anxious and you got a little uh, a backlog. It's super convenient and they are very kind and easy to deal with. So start feeling better with Feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash teamgw and you're going to get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash teamgw to become a member and get 50% off automatically taking off your first order with free shipping. Doesn't that feels good? Feels.com slash teamgw. Okay, look, if you are having a bit of a complicated relationship with your hair. Maybe it's not your hair's fault. Maybe it's your hair care routine. So why not try Function of Beauty instead? Function of Beauty is the world leader in customizable beauty, offering precise formulations for your hair's specific needs. Here's how to get started. First, you take a quick but thorough quiz to let them know a little about your hair type and your hair goals. Like, do you want longer hair? Do you want more volume? Do you want oil control? Because your hair changes with the season, you can change your hair goals before every shipment. Next, you choose the color and fragrance, or you can go fragrance and dye free. Then Functions team determines the perfect blend of ingredients, bottles your formula, and delivers it right to you. Every ingredient in Function of Beauty uh, that they use is vegan and cruelty-free, and they never use sulfates or parabens. And you can also go completely silicone-free. There are over 54 trillion possible formulations, and Function of Beauty has over 
for real, 50,000 five-star reviews. And Function of Beauty offers completely personalized formulas for body and skincare as well, so you can customize your entire beauty routine from hair to toe. I actually have uh, some customized Function of Beauty shampoo and conditioner because I have dyed blonde hair, so I get this purple shampoo and this luxurious, deliciously smelling conditioner that I love very, very much. Just as like a nice touch and also like great gift ideas uh, if you you know, have friends that need some hair help, never buy off the shelf just to be disappointed ever again. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash TMGW to take your quiz and save 20% off your first order. That applies to their full range of customized hair, skin, and body products. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash TMGW to let them know we sent you and get 20% off your order. Functionofbeauty.com slash TMGW. Well, yeah. if you need to get stoned and not have anything too intense, yeah, I was sharing this with Grace before we got on. Chip and I watched the first three Fast and Furiouses mm. before he went out of town this last time. Yeah, and now he's back, and we are <laughs> watching the last five <laughs> in four days. Before we have tickets to go see F9 or Fast yeah, yeah. 9 or whatever it's called at 3 p.m. on Friday. Okay, so that's the deadline. And it's at like Alamo Draft House, so like we're gonna we're gonna start drinking midday. Nice. Uh, they eat some queso. Yeah. Like I haven't yeah, seen a movie in a theater. Yeah. Like I'm well besides the one that like Chip rented. Right. But like I'm so excited to have. Are you guys gonna dress up? An experience? <laughs> I don't know. Should we Vin Diesel it? I just saw a headline about Vin Diesel addressing the drama. I guess I have with between, the Rock with him and the Rock. Yeah, that the Rock said that there were assholes on set and everyone really? knew it was Vin Diesel. And then Vin Diesel's now said that like he was in character and trying to be like a hard ass on set. But then the Rock has not been in any of the movies since. So he got a spinoff. Did he? Oh, yeah. He got his yeah, I don't know anything about those worlds. I think The Rock is in this one. I don't know. Everyone is, including um, Helen Mirren, who is mm. like Chip's old lady crush. I've okay. talked about this before. Right, right, right. Yeah. 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 yeah Be because when I wore that white bob wig yeah. to Dungeons and Dragons, she was like, you got young Helen Mirren vibes. <laughs> and I was like, uh-oh. Oh, I'm going to have to incorporate this bad boy. Thank you so much. Um, but so anyway, we're watching all the Fast and Fury... Fury Eye. Fury Eye. <laughs> the Fury Eye. And... It's really fun. Yeah. So, and I've started smoking weed again. I got baked last night. It's pretty fun. And was just laughing so hard yeah. at Vin Diesel's acting, <laughs> but also legitimately being like, oh, yeah. oh my God, are they going to make it? <laughs> yeah. um, so that's so now we have tonight we're on um, Fast Five, which takes okay. place in Brazil. And Ooh. I've got some mint to make mojitos. Oh, it's a theme. We're doing it. Nice. So I'll keep you posted, but I highly I recommend... Know. It's really nice to watch a movie and go, well, I know the next movie we're watching. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know there I are very few franchises that have that many movies. I still have to watch uh, Back to the Future 3. That one's still lingering. It sucks. I've heard that it's not. I've heard some people say it's their favorite one and some people really? say it's the weakest one. Yeah, I've heard. People who say opinions. it's their favorite one, like they are adults who go to Disneyland once a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it might be. <laughs> like, it might be. <laughs> it's so corny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. We'll see. Okay, so you said Taste the Rainbow. Uh-huh. Which made me think of this headline I saw. Yeah. A British man just broke the world record mm -hmm. by stacking M&Ms on top of each other. Okay. Guess how many you think was the world record? Just stacking them Stacking them, up? like, straight up, like, balancing, like, a Jenga, like... How many M&M's? 20. Five. 
I say five's <laughs> never been done. Wait, he's stacked just five. Five M and M's on top of each other. Guy, I'm a fucking Guinness World Record. Hey, so there's someone out there that did four that and was who's, just like who's hold, crying hold a lot to their butts, being like, please don't let anyone know that this is a record don't that's very anyone, easily beatable. Don't let anyone come for me. Let's see, Guinness record M and M's. That seems nuts. I know. I looked at it and I go. That's all it takes to get a Guinness World Record? I mean... Yeah. So it says, uh, yeah, tallest stack. Wow. Uh, well, it was actually broken in June. The tallest stack of M&Ms has been taken to new heights by Will Cutbill in the UK, who oh. managed to balance five of the chocolate sweets. He looks very intense. Oh, no. The previous record for four was jointly held oh. by a man in Italy and a man in Australia. People? Look at the, I mean, like, it's on his Instagram. It's... Oh my god! How is, like I feel like I want to now oh, try it to. It does look difficult. It does look difficult, and I'm sure they have <sighs> to like prove that they don't have any type of right. Like, there's no mist, there's no like sticky glue or something on those things. Yeah, but I or like wow. condensation. How people are saying like keys stick to them. Oh uh, yeah, I, I so fucking that stupid. Woman that said um, the vaccine makes us magnetic. That's it, what I'm talking about. Yeah. All those town halls, they're <laughs> like keys so, stick to me, and like and you're just, sweaty, bitch. But also, did you see that she couldn't get it to stick oh, to yeah. her? It I was, loved it. Um, Oh, it's so insane. So I think I might spend like a day trying to beat the record. I think you should if you got some free time. You know? Yeah. It doesn't seem, uh, I don't know that there's that much you can practice about it either. No. Well, I wonder if it's a different record for Skittle. That's what I was going to ask. Or Reese's Pieces. Wow. There's all I wonder if little, they're all five. What I mean, about they're M and M peanut M and M's. Well, that'd be impossible. That's they're crazy. the curvature on a peanut M and M. Yeah, maybe a peanut butter M and M. They're good and fat. <laughs> That's true. Anyway, uh, so I was like, I guess world records are attainable. If you guys need stuff to do, look up some records. I saw um, kind of in line with that. Did you see this about the beach sandcastle sculpting competition uh, in Hampton Beach? Every, no, they have this every year. The grand prize is $6,000. Nice. Right. And um, the guy who won is this guy named Abe um, from, I think he's from Victoria. He's from like Canada. Okay. And his- Victoria, Canada. Yeah. His entry is called Empty. Oh, wow. Oh, so it's like an artistic- It's an artistic So it's judged by that. So it's judged by, I guess it's judged by the public or like a committee and it's it's incredibly artistic. I thought Mm. I was going to get into sandcastles here. Um, It's called Empty and he described it as, quote, I designed it about a year and a half ago when I broke up with my wife. Uh Unfortunately, it's a sentiment that still visits me from time to time. Mm -mm. The sandcastle is a giant head, a woman's head. With tears crying down the front of it, and the tears run in the sand in front of the head to a pool that has a life-size naked human being <gasps> in the fetal position in front of it, and then one behind it. Can I see it? This is... Oh, wow. Wow. This yeah. person is going through it. Yeah. And uh, he's making $6,000 off of this. Well, I hope he puts it towards therapy. I do, too. Um, It's an incredibly impressive sand sculpture i'm surprised there hasn't been at least for like a one-off like i don't need to see this a bunch but like how there hasn't been a sandcastle competition show has there oh i don't know we watched the lego there's that lego competition show right lego bricks or whatever yeah Um, but but like a short-lived just like summer spinoff right Uh, yeah i don't know and because you know the host would be like and one of you one of you will be going home today and one of you will be going home with ten 
thousand sand dollars. Oh, ooh, ooh. well, there's one summer program on NBC that uh, had to halt production. Yeah, slip and slide. We talked about this already on this podcast from last week. I think so. They, oh. yeah, people explosive oh, no. diarrhea. Wait, no, no. The, so ultimate slip and slide. On no, NBC. you and you and I were talking about how your dad made you yeah. an alligator alley out of wood. Yeah, that would <laughs> very close to concussing us every time we slid down it. But this is no NBC's uh, supposed new hit. Ultimate slip and slide Uh-oh. had to pause production um, because <laughs> multiple people on set came down with diarrhea. Like, but were they diarrheaing on the slip and slide, or are they just There's, like uh, everyone got they food said, poisoning off the slip and slide? They say uh, up to forty crew members fell Yikes. violently ill. Uh, the person said that people were collapsing and being forced to run into porta potties due to quote awful explosive diarrhea. Oh, see, uh, I was hoping that the headline would be like the slip and slide was so scary too many right. contestants were shitting Shit themselves <laughs> yeah and it was and to the, clean the whole course off every yeah, time yeah that's what like i was hoping <laughs> speaking of like food poisoning etc yeah do you know the story about the titanic like filming like what happened on the set of the titanic the movie no <sighs> what there was a night uh-huh. where they were doing an overnight shoot at the Titanic. Uh, and I, it was probably like indoor where they have like the big pool uh-huh. and whatever. Um, someone and they had clam chowder for dinner. That's just the first mistake. Well, it is a mistake, but there was no food poisoning. Okay. Someone dosed it with PCP and the <gasps> whole crew started fucking tripping their balls off, including James Cameron. What? Yeah. If and you they- Google PCP Titanic shoot... Oh they my all ate this soup and anyone who didn't was fine but like i don't even know how many crew members what? we'll have to look it up like fully they had to not shoot anymore because they were all on pcp that's wild isn't that crazy the um like james cameron bill paxton all of them were like oh fuck we're on drugs what a bold thing uh-huh. to decide the clam chowder's getting the drugs yeah first of all and then well first of all to have clam chowder on set and just have everyone kind of freely eating it is a bold statement mm-hmm. but then so someone drugs it but then also to have the slow realization that you're suddenly tripping yeah in your professional like work environment while you're pretending you're on the titanic, titanic which is <laughs> our, yeah it said 60 people 60 people oh started tripping on it. It's a, and it says, like, some people were laughing, some people were crying, some people were throwing up. One oh minute, I, oh, Bill Paxton, like, straight start. One minute I felt okay, the next minute I felt so goddamn anxious I wanted to breathe <gasps> in a paper bag. Cam- James Cameron was feeling the same way. Oh my God. Isn't just, that a nightmare? And it just turned into Coachella for everyone. I'm like, that's, I don't want to see a documentary on the Titanic. I want to see a documentary about that night on the set of Titanic. That, yeah, that is so wild because then you can't, let anyone leave no. so now you have to chaperone 60 adults who may Throwing or may up not chowder. have experience with hallucinogenics <laughs> that's insane crazy yeah and you like what, are, what? <laughs> and then it's also like 60 people that you're like oh about half of you are start are gonna start investigating your childhood trauma yeah. and this is gonna be so much who did it who hated this crew that much wow yeah what a thing to do crazy and they de- they have no idea who did i don't it. think they ever figured out who did it jesus it's one of my favorite whodunits that's wild oh, oh wait oh, hold on hold on, hold on. this is my favorite part of the whole story huh is that during it People were like, some people were crazy. Some were in wheelchairs, flying down hallways. Everyone was so high. Someone, 
stabbed James Cameron in the face with a pen. What? One of the crew members. <laughs> oh and James Cameron says, I was just sitting there bleeding and laughing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because we will have to read this. There's a conga line. Well, this is a Vanity Fair article. That is, I haven't heard of that at all. Because mm-hmm. that's also wild if you didn't eat the clam chowder. And then everyone just starts losing their mind and but you're like. But then you get to do whatever you want, pretending that you also are losing your mind with that. I would just be going around getting like blackmail, taking pictures. Uh, that's it. Well, this was pre- I would have to find a blanket. Phone, I'd have to find a blanket and just hide from everyone. Totally. Um, well, speaking of people be adults being weird, so we have <laughs> story of our actual lives. This is like uh, I don't even really want to talk about this, but I'm like, oh well, let's end the podcast on it then. Well, I was gonna say. <laughs> Well, Benefer is like a thing that we're it's all back, baby. losing our minds about. They're back. Uh, and now A-Rod is hanging out with Ben Affleck's ex. ex. Like rich people are petty. Rich like, people This is like embarrassing stupid. to read about. I think that's probably a rumor or like. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. But I'm like, eh, all of it feels very surreal and strange to me. But also it's like you, you had J-Lo. Right. Right. Like it's and hard to like, like make Madonna j- and like his it's hard to make J Lo jealous. Totally, you know. Uh, by the way, thank you to the um, like felt like twenty or thirty of you tweeted photos of the capybara bread at you and I. Yeah, okay, capybara man. I love it. There, you guys, you can make capybaras that look like bread. It's or so bread cute. that looks like capybara. <laughs> you go out. It's like I'm more interested in the first scenario, not like a suckling capybara on a roasted yeah. spit. I was thinking about putting something up on our Patreon that was like the first person to actually make this and send us a pic. Right? Like we'll get a prize. I mean, I kind of want to try it. I'm going to go. Coffee, I'll be out of for a little bit, but uh, I'm down to try it when I get back. I haven't okay. <clears throat> tried to make bread at all this whole pandemic. Me Why neither. Not I haven't now? made any. We've talked about this. A sourdough starter sounds like a Tamagotchi. <laughs> it does. It does. I'm not down. <laughs> oh, my. I was listening to a song the other day. I was like going through the radio and I was just so tired of trying to find something that I just put it on hits 101 yeah, or like yeah. whatever it is and i was listening to the song and it said it was like one of those lyrics that was just saying stuff about like when we were kids and it was like emma tamagotchi i was like i hate this song <laughs> i hate this song so much i gotta look up like current song that it's a talks pr- about it's a song out right now yeah yeah it wasn't the uh, olivia rodrigo or whatever See, i have no really? idea what music is out people right go now. crazy for her Sounds like she a has person. a song called "Driver's License" that people oh, are like. Yes, that I ma- have that heard song that makes one. me so sad. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I don't. I'll find the Tamagotchi song. I won't waste our time. <laughs> but uh, <sighs> guys, as always, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com/slash. This make it weird. It is so much fun. We've got bonus podcasts. Mm-hmm. It's where my book club is. Yep. If you want to join Barflies and hang out and live stream and do all that, we are reading Interior Chinatown right now. We'll probably do a live stream in a couple weeks or a month, but it's any level. Sweet. They start at five bucks. We also got pervs. We got a couple spots on the pervs, which is a monthly live stream with us and uh, some gift boxes. And there's just all kinds of stuff. Go check it out. It's fun. It's good people over there. And we're going to have tour dates coming soon. Maybe next week. We'll see. We'll We'll see. see. Anyway. It's got weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs>